Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Good morning, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So a lot of you who have followed me on this channel for some length of time have heard me talk about the Cantillon effect many times. And a lot of economists, when they when they talk about the Cantillon effect, or they'll call it Cantillion, when they talk about the Cantillon effect, they really don't take it much further than talking about the increase of prices when new money comes into the system. But when you go and read Cantillon's essay, I mean, you have to think, this is back from like the 1700s. So it's like, this is cyclical stuff that he is talking about. It's things that occur time and time and time again. He gives many examples of it in the essay as well. I'll try and find a link for it and leave it down in the description for you. Um, there's a great chapter, I believe it's chapter eight, the increase or further reflections on the increase and decrease of money in a state is an excellent, excellent chapter to read that really describes exactly what I feel is about ready to happen here in the United States. Now, <clears throat> the way the Cantillon effect works is that when new money comes into the system, that new money, once it starts flowing into the system and starts finding its way into the goods and services out there, it starts driving up the prices of everything. The people at the very end of the line who have last access to that money, they're the ones who suffer the most as their wages haven't gone up, but they have to deal with this increased in, increase in prices. So the people at the very front of the line who have the access to the money first, they're the ones who enjoy the most benefit of it, get to spend it at face value. But something very interesting is going to start taking place as this new money starts to flow into the system. Because what ends up happening is, is that as this new money starts to flow into the system, driving the prices up, the people who have access to this money, they don't want to spend that money on higher prices. They want to spend that money at face value like they have been, like enjoying the new money coming in. So what they end up doing is, is they start importing foreign competition to keep those prices down at the face value that they are getting this money at. Does that kind of make sense? So as this new money comes in, driving up the domestic products, foreign competition starts finding its way in. Well, as this starts to happen, it starts driving out domestic manufacturing. And so the domestic manufacturing and the people who have last access to that money start losing their jobs because the manufacturing is leaving. They start leaving the state, right? So they're like on their way out or they find themselves in poverty, homelessness. So if this continues, then you, what you'll find is that ever-increasing amounts of domestic imports or domestic manufacturing begins to leave, like that, that, you know, that manufacturing base starts moving to the foreign nations where it's cheaper to import the stuff into, the, into that new location. I started to say United States, but it doesn't really matter if it's the United States or wherever it's at. But they start driving in more of that foreign competition into that, into that state driving out ever-increasing amounts of the manufacturing until eventually what you have is two classes. You have the people who have access to the money, the absolutely filthy rich, and then you have the homeless, the poverty, because there is no in-between. There's no manufacturing base in there. So it's just the people who have, like, the the merchants who are importing, they're the, they'll be making money, and the people who have access to the money, 
they'll enjoy that system until it finally collapses when the imports fail to come in, like the foreign competition says, okay, the new money is over, you guys aren't buying anything, everybody falls into, the comp falls into poverty because the new money stops coming in. All right, so I hope I explained that all right. But that's essentially the the can the Cantillon effect is that when you have this new money pouring in, it drives out the manufacturing, drives in the imports, and then eventually when the new money gets turned off, everybody falls into poverty. So when you think back, like during the trade wars, during the Trump administration, I mean, I'm not trying to defend any administration. I, as you know, that I do not follow politics, right? I mean, I did a little bit then because there was so much going on with the trade war. But as far as like, you know, the political decisions and the bickering and all that other stuff that goes on, I am not with it. I just don't follow it at all. But during the trade wars, Trump was really hitting China with a lot of tariffs. Now, you think about what it was that he was trying to do. He was trying to increase the price of that foreign imports coming into the United States to try and keep the domestic manufacturing going. That was the whole idea behind it. But it, it doesn't really work because we really don't have a manufacturing base that the people want to buy from. They want luxuries and they want them cheap and they come from foreign imports. And you can find that if you go and look down in the description. I have an article down there that talks about this exact thing. This is the worst, like, trade deficit problems that we have in history, right, is going on right now. But that's going to continue. It's only going to get worse. There's less manufacturing happening here in the United States, and there's ever-increasing amounts of imports, less exports. This is Cantillon's, this is Cantillon in full effect. This is, this is it right here. And if we watch this continue, what we're going to find is that if you do not end up in one side or the other of this wedge that is being driven, you're going to end up in either homelessness and poverty, or you're going to end up as one of these super filthy rich elitists. That's the only two directions that this can go. Think about this. This is going to be very scary. There's going to be a separation of the classes like you wouldn't believe. And this is where like revolutions start. This is where people get very upset. This is where like... Civil wars start. It's because of the separation of people. Now, the people who are at the top, they're going to do whatever they can to try and hold on to that. And they will create armies or security or try and do anything to hold on to that, that life that they have. But it, it, it won't work. I mean, eventually everybody falls into poverty. So you have that to look forward to. Sorry. You know, but I mean, go and read these essays, go and read Cantillon's essay, go and read the article that I have down there. Think about some of the things that I've just said. Think about how the United States used to be the manufacturing base of the world. We produced and sold more to everybody around the world than any other nation did. That was new money coming into our system. So while we were enjoying this new money coming in, we had the highest standard of living. Well, Eventually, what ended up happening is, is that we drove in so much of this foreign imports coming in from all this new money that we had because we wanted the new stuff, right? We didn't want to pay the high prices that the domestic manufacturers were making. We wanted this cheap foreign import with all our new money, and eventually we just drove out all the manufacturing. It's just the way the economy works. It's like a cyclical thing. There's no way that you can stop it. Now, you can do things to try and prevent it from growing any further. But it's not going to work. I mean, it's only going to deter it for just a just a brief moment. And then eventually it's going to, you know, the free market forces are just going to eventually force its way in and it's going to make it happen no matter what you do. I mean, you can make all the rules and regulations you want. You can try and prevent things from happening. But in the end, it's still going to 
this is still going to take place. There's nothing you can do to stop it. And you can see, like, there's all kinds of places. Like, look in China right now. They're trying, like, you know, I know a lot of people will probably argue with this point. But right now, there is so much downturn in the manufacturing in China. I wonder why. Is it because they're tired? Like, not tired. Because they're concerned about the Cantillon effect or the Cantillon effect taking place. Where all this manufacturing that they're sending out there is driving this new money in. It's the same thing that the United States had gone through. And I think China is like recognizing it. And it was just like, well, we got to, you know, I mean, try to put the brakes on this a little bit. Will it work? No. I mean, eventually it's going to happen. The United States will fall into poverty. China will become this new, you know, leading superpower. Whatever digital currency that comes from this whole, you know, sovereign debt crisis that we're about ready to experience, whatever digital currency comes from that will probably be the reserve currency that we end up using. You know, whether it's based out of China, I doubt it. But, you know, this is kind of the way it's leaning towards, right? This is why they say the power is shifting from the from the West to the East. This is probably this is this is it. This is why you're recognizing that. Okay, I got got to go in. Like always, I make these videos in the morning before I got to go to work and then I feel like I'm going to be late. All right, uneducated economists, you guys let me know.